What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about carjackings and avoiding carjackings. No, yeah. <laughs> All right. As we said in the intro, uh, we will be talking about avoiding carjackings and stuff like that. Carjackings is actually something that has actually increased now that people have made it harder to steal people's cars to begin with. Did you know this? I didn't really know really? this. I was interested. No. So instead of wait, it's increased since people made it more difficult. So no, no, it's increased carjackings like when you're in your car and somebody comes up and jerks you out and takes your car okay has See, increased since it's become more difficult to just straight up steal a car like I out of a parking gotcha. lot okay that's what i'm talking about because you know criminals are always going to find another way around stuff and our goal is to constantly plug the holes because there's always uh like an, another way for them to do things and we have that's to stay educated and stay yeah i know but i had no earthly idea until i started actually researching this for carjack you know doing a one-on carjacking our blackout coffee flavor of the week is caramel cream mm. it's not my favorite of the flavors but it's still delicious i i really do like it i like it more than i expected i, I like caramel but like what really shocked me more than anything was that one is absolutely Kylie's favorite, and she is not here to have it today to have it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's kind of funny, um, because I think the last time she had caramel cream on the podcast, we actually had a listener to the podcast make a comment to me about how fast she drank that. They said they thought it was hilarious that, like, you know, she was like, oh, yeah, okay, never had this before. And then the next thing you know, it's like, oh, yeah, it's finished, so I would definitely suggest it, so... <laughs> And they commented about how hilarious that was. Anyway, uh, yep. If you guys would like to try out some blackout coffee, go to impactgear.live slash coffee. And uh, yeah, make sure you use the coupon code Impact Defense if they don't have a sale going on. If they have a sale, you, you can't use our coupon code as well. But if they don't have a sale going on, at least use our coupon code. It'll get you 10% off at any time. That's impactgear.live slash coffee. And I think it's time for the new story. Yep. All right, uh, this is another personal story. So this says, um, when I was four, my parents worked long hours at a restaurant. They left my brother to babysit me until about 10 to 10.30 p.m. at night. He was eight years older than me, so about 12 years old. Every night when my parents come home, they'll ring the doorbell, and I'll run to greet them at the door with my brother. One day, the bell rings, and when I open the door, instead of my parents, it's four guys standing there. Apparently, they had been watching the house and knew the routine. They have guns and tell my brother and me to go downstairs and watch the TV as one of the guys stands guard over us. They let me sit there but tie my brother up using his Nintendo cords. I remember going to tug at the cords at my brother's wrist. I wasn't trying to untie him. It was more out of curiosity, but the guy actually pointed his gun at me and told me to stop. When they finished going through the house, they tie us both to a beam and leave. After a little while, my brother wiggled out of the bindings and my parents came home. Cops were called and info was given to the police. All they got was a few pieces of jewelry and a camcorder. That's kind of crazy. I feel like that one's very straightforward, and I don't 
have a ton <laughs> to say about that because we Absolutely already like finished it. our um, home defense podcast. Yeah. But and, and we should probably do one about like kids home alone kind of stuff. Yeah. At some point in time, we probably should. Mm-hmm. You are correct. Okay. Yeah. Like you said. That was pretty straightforward. I was sitting there trying to come up with like things to say about it and to be completely, I mean, you know, it's a good thing that they caught, but it was pretty straightforward. At least nobody got hurt kind of thing. Yeah. At least they were legitimately only there for the stuff. Yeah. But if somebody comes into your house with the idea of just like robbing your house or burgling your house, then, and they find out you're home, there is a much higher chance that that will turn into some type of, violent or sexually abusive type situation so it's really good that that kind of thing did not happen there Mm -hmm. moving on to our main topic for the day uh we are going to be talking about uh carjackings and preventing carjackings and like i said at the beginning uh when doing the research i found out in a lot of ways that actual carjackings are increasing because it is harder and harder to actually just steal a parked car so we want to kind of talk about things that will help you not be a victim of carjackings. Because again, as we discuss in almost all of our different topics, uh, criminals are looking for the lead, uh, not, not looking for the laziest, but they are looking for the easiest targets possible. Now, I'm sure there's some uh, someone out there who keeps their doors unlocked so that uh, if someone's trying to steal their car, they don't try to do it with them in it. I'm sure there's someone out there thinking that that's a good idea. Let, let's be clear here. Um, the carjackings are increasing because overall vehicle security has increased. Um, and so yeah. they're going to come up with that intention. Now, that sounds like a, like, a, like a dumb thing to think of, but I've heard of a lot of self-defense instructors telling women to keep their purse on one shoulder so that if someone comes up to steal it, they can just like grab it off the shoulder and they don't like accidentally take you with them. Yeah. And no, the the look on my face was not because I thought you were stupid for saying it. The look on my face was because I thought, dang it, I think you're probably right. There's, I'm sure there probably is some people out there with that thought in their head. Yeah. So just remember that uh, carjackings have increased, which means carjackers have increased. It's not like they're, if their plan is to steal a vehicle without a carjacking, then they're going to find a vehicle that they can steal without a carjacking Mm -hmm. if they are going to carjack they are going to find someone to carjack so don't make your vehicle easier to steal just because you don't want to be carjacked it's that's not going to stop anything yeah i'm sure there's a way i could have said that better but i hope you get the point with that being said lock your doors as soon as you get in lock your doors that's that's rule number one we've said that many many times you get in your vehicle you lock your doors uh keep your windows rolled up if it's all possible I uh, listen. I had in my Jeep uh, the air conditioner go out and was basically out all summer long. I understand there are times where it's just like, in order for you to live, you need to drive with your windows down. I get it. <laughs> but just, you know, don't do that just for the heck of it. Because I do know a guy in a Walmart parking lot, because, you know, as the theme of our podcast and our, um, Personal lives? 
well, not personalized, but like also <laughs> like every event that we hold, everybody walks away going like, okay, I get it. Never go to Walmart again. And I'm not saying never go to Walmart again, but it just always seems like every time somebody says this bad thing happened while I was, it's usually followed up by at Walmart. I mean, like nine times out of 10, the stories that we hear. And again, I know it happens everywhere. We've also had them at Aldi's and Target and everything else. But like, I think it's just because everybody goes to Walmart. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would probably have a few more Target stories if we actually had one nearby. That's true. But I think we're like 40 minutes from the nearest Target. But but I actually know a guy who is in the Walmart parking lot riding with his windows down and somebody walks up to the side, you know, to the, the door. And before the guy knew it, he had a knife to his neck. That guy had a knife to his neck. And, you know, if that... I mean, thank God he was able to kind of get away and not get hurt and actually not lose his car in the process, but that it can happen super fast. And when you have the windows down like that, it is really easy for the person. Now, that has been years and years ago, but like the last time I talked to him to this day, he doesn't go anywhere with his windows down because of that. And I don't blame him. You're, you're just, and I'm not saying it's going to happen if you ride around with your windows down. You will probably go the rest of your life and never have any situation like that happen. But it is easier for someone to do that to you if you have a windows down. If you have your windows up, they would never even target you for that in the first place. Because what are they going to do? Like put the knife up against your window? Yeah. Um, and we're even talking about even if they have a gun, the likelihood of them shooting through your window is not that great. They are more likely to wait until you roll your window down or allow them into the vehicle because of the gun. Generally, if they're holding a weapon, that weapon is an intimidation tool and not something they really want to use. It's a means to get to their actual intention, not something that they hope to have to use. There are criminals that have those violent intentions that um, would steal your car and kill you, but... Most of the time, if they're using it, it's a tool of intimidation. Yeah, so we have to understand. And, you know, I think we talked about it. It was the last podcast or the last few podcasts. I don't remember when it was. But we were talking about how, like, car alarms sometimes, they have become something where people don't pay attention to as much anymore. Guess what? People do pay attention to gunshots, like, big time. So a criminal is not generally going to actually pull the trigger of a gun in a crowded parking lot. It is a intimidation tool. And generally speaking, when you hear about these shots going off in parking lots, those are usually emotional type of situations, not a crime of intimidation. You know, it's not, you know, put a gun to you, some random person and try to get you to go away with them. It is not uh, put a gun to you and take your car. It is not those type of situations where guns generally are actually shot it's actually situations where two people get pissed off at each other and then one person pulls a gun out and shoots at the other one that's usually how that works so the best thing to do in any of those situations is to drive away as soon as possible yeah if you are in your car with your doors locked and your windows up and they are holding a weapon outside of your car don't put yourself in a more prone position by opening any part of your vehicle to them drive away yeah and if you need to buy yourself time to drive away beep the horn now, if the gun is against the window, pointed at your head, don't beat the horn at that exact yeah, moment. I was about to say, that wouldn't be my, my first Not because there. their reaction to you beeping the horn is going to be, ah, they're beeping the horn, let me shoot them. It's going to be a probably a knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so just, exactly. just avoid those types of situations. Make sure you are clear of something before you make any kind of noise. I like the idea in that situation of basically just slamming the pedal to the floor and moving as fast as possible. Yes. They're probably, if they're trying to get your car, they're not going to be shooting at you in a crowded parking lot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. They're going to move on and find another target or move on completely from that parking lot so the cops don't come back and, and come after them. Next would be don't use your home address in your GPS. Um, Especially if you have a GPS that stays in your vehicle. Yes. If you have a GPS that stays in your vehicle and it's something that you use, I think most people use their phones now, but if you do have an in-your-vehicle GPS. Um, I still see a lot of people with GPS in the dash. Yeah. Some of them automatically try and set your home address. Yeah. But if anytime you go somewhere, you use an alternate location for that is near your home to kind of help direct you instead of using your actual home address, then it has a harder time determining where you live and thereby anybody who gets in your vehicle and looks through your GPS cannot find your actual home address. That is super, super dangerous. Especially if you um, have a super nice vehicle and a super nice house. Okay. Yes, because let's let's be real. Anybody who's driving a super nice vehicle, people automatically expect to have a nice house yep. with nice things inside. So anybody um, that is more than just, you know, someone looking to steal a car to drive somewhere uh, is, yeah. yeah, is definitely way more likely to check your GPS location for your home and come back and rob you more later. Exactly. Um, I doubt they're looking through it to return your car to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Unless they're like the world's nicest criminal. Um, and if that was the case, they wouldn't have stolen your car to begin with. Yeah. So. Definitely just, not with the carjacking. You can sure. use a convenience store that's near your house. Or just anywhere where you know how to get home from that place. Yeah. Any public location. Uh, don't use someone else's home address because <laughs> that's just mean. Um <laughs> <laughs> Unless you really don't like that person. No, I'm kidding. Like, if it makes sense, I use my work address whenever I'm going anywhere that I would have to pass my work mm -hmm. to get back to my home. Um, I just program it to here. And usually I'm assuming that they're going to see, hmm, martial arts school. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> martial arts school. There's probably Firearms nothing Firearms instruction. Hmm. <laughs> nah. <laughs> You know, um, and if I'm going somewhere that I would have to come the other direction to my home, I usually use a gas station that's fairly yeah. nearby. Uh, but basically anywhere that you absolutely definitely know how to get home mm -hmm. from that location. Or your nearest Dollar General. I mean, everybody lives within like five minutes of a Dollar General. Mm -hmm. You can even program an exit in your, like, everything. so if you just need to be able to get to a specific exit, just. I have never tried that. Um, I know you can on your phone. I don't really know much about well, vehicle GPSs. I technically have one. Oh, okay. But it's never used. Oh, okay. So it's just... You just always use the phone? Yeah. Okay. I've never had a vehicle with a GPS in it, I don't believe. Um, and I just let everyone know that my G vehicle has a GPS in it. You don't want to steal mine. It's... <laughs> It's near the end of its life anyway. It's nearing 300,000 miles, and it's like a 2005 Honda. So there's nothing in it for you. 
<laughs> Wait, no, maybe 2008. It's I don't a know. 2008. You told me before it was yes, 2008. Because I was like, hey, your vehicle's newer than any of mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's near the end of his life. It makes some sounds. Um, and I'm just trying to prolong having to get a new vehicle yeah. as long as possible. No, so, yeah, there's nothing in it for you. I don't think if you're listening to this podcast, you're really that worried about what kind of vehicle I drive. But, yeah. All right. You'll be sorely disappointed. <laughs> and I have zero things of value inside of it. <laughs> so, uh, Gas stations are very popular places for carjackings. Oh, go figure. I know. You um, want, like, let, let's think about it. You could just steal a random car out of a parking lot, or you could steal the one that just got filled up with a full tank of gas. Yes. And so many people, I didn't realize this either, so many people leave their cars with their keys in their cars and their doors unlocked at gas stations. They wouldn't do it anywhere else, but they do it at gas stations. I never even thought about that. That is like the last place I want to leave my keys in my car. (laughs) I did not know that until I was researching for this episode again. But yeah, a lot of people will go and get out of their vehicle, leave their keys in their vehicle, fill up their vehicle, walk in and pay or walk in and grab something, leave their keys in their vehicle and their doors unlocked until they come back. Because I don't I don't know why people think that that's safe, but they do. So number one, you want to make sure that number one, choose a safe gas station in a safe location during the day. That's always safer than at night. Be aware of your surroundings in the process while you're doing this so when you are filling up your tank don't sit there and play on your phone and not pay attention to anything it really really bothers me i was filling up the other day and there was this um this lady on one side of me she just was like i don't know what the crap she was doing but she wasn't paying attention to anything she wasn't paying attention to the gas pump she wasn't paying attention to the people that are around her she was just like messing around she she did clean her vehicle out. So I mean, I'm not saying don't don't use. I utilize the trash can at the gas pump a lot, but that doesn't mean I'm not looking around. She didn't know anything was going on around here. I look on the other side of me. There was a dude over there, basically doing the same thing, except for the fact that he was playing on his phone the entire time. He started filling up his vehicle, and then he just sits there, pulls his phone out, and starts playing around on his phone. Didn't look around. wasn't paying attention. Didn't know anything. And it just amazes me how oblivious people are. Uh, while you are pumping gas, keep your doors locked, at least all of the jo- doors except for your driver's side door. You might want to leave your driver's door open, I mean unlocked, unless you're, depending um, on which side your gas is on, or your, your gas tank is on. Yes, so my gas tank is on my driver's side, mm-hmm, which too. I actually really appreciate. Yeah. Um, and part of that is I will park close enough to the pump and on a slight angle so that um, if someone comes around from the opposite, I try to use, I, I try to stand on the side of the pump that's nearest to the actual door to the gas station mm-hmm. um, because usually gas stations have plenty of cameras, especially on that side. I feel like I'm more likely to have something happen on the other side. And if not, it's going to be someone completely like standing facing me, blocking my view of mm-hmm. the gas station. Those are the two things that I feel like are most likely to happen. Yeah. So I have all my doors locked except for my driver's door. And so that if someone comes around from one side, I'm parked on the perfect angle to open my driver's side door and have something blocking their path. And then I stand in between that door and the line of the gas pump. So I've got the line of the gas pump in between me and someone coming from 
uh, the back of my car mm -hmm. and my driver's side door that I can open to block someone's path for the driver's side of my car. And I stand in between those so that if I need to, I can pull that gas pump out of my, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what is it, a port? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Tank, whatever. Yes, I can use that to spray somebody. Yeah. And generally, people Jada's don't. absolute favorite gas station improvised it weapon. Really, why doesn't anybody, why don't people think of this? Just spray them with gasoline. No one wants to be sprayed with gasoline. Yeah. It's probably going to mess up their intention of whatever they're going to do <laughs> if they get drenched in gasoline. I would agree. I, I Maybe know, even there's keep a, a lighter in your pocket just to sh hold it up and threaten. <laughs> like, you can keep going or you can walk away. Like, <laughs> this is my criminal burning lighter. Anybody but. up for Salem? Yeah. Like, uh, it, yeah. So that's my plan. Y'all don't have to like it, but that's what I got. No, I, I like it. And it's funny because you had mentioned that to me before, and I'd never really thought about it. And then you said, like, you, you told me, I was like, why didn't why hadn't anybody ever thought about this? I just would do this. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't like two months later that a video came out where somebody was trying to abduct a grown man for reasons unknown. But, you know, or, organ harvesting is a big thing. Yeah. Um, or let's say it's a thing. Uh, it's it's the least. I don't want to know how big organ harvesting well, is. Well, it's it's less. Any big is too big. Yeah, it's less. It, it is the least of all human trafficking kind of thing, but it's still a thing. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, organ harvesting is a thing, and we don't know if that was the reason or if there was some other underlying reason. But this people, these group of people, jump out of this van to get this guy, and he just sprays them all down with gas. And Jada and sprays just, their van with gas. Sprays their van with gas and everything. And Jada was just like so super excited to show me this video as soon as it came out. So anyway, uh, <laughs> don't leave your keys in the ignition while you are pumping gas. Pull Ooh. them out, put them in your pocket. The only time my keys will stay in the vehicle when I'm doing that is when my wife and child or, you know, my wife or somebody is in the vehicle with me and I get out, lock the doors and shut the door and my keys will just stay in there because there's people in there. Okay. But even then I generally just pull them out and throw them in my pocket. All right, stoplights. Uh, we see this at stoplights. You also just kind of see, oh, we've seen videos of this happening uh, at other places too. But when somebody stops at a stoplight and you pull up behind them, make sure that you have enough room between your vehicle and their vehicle so you can see the bottoms of their tires touching the ground. The reason for that is generally if you can see the bottoms of their tires, you have enough space to pull around them if need be. I saw two videos, and this didn't happen at a stoplight, but it was two very, very similar videos with two very different outcomes. Uh, one was, because this is a, a, a tactic that certain criminals have used, where you're driving down the road and you're behind a vehicle, and this vehicle stops in the middle of the road. Usually this will happen in a isolated kind of area. This vehicle stops in the middle of the road, and the person behind them is just kind of forced to stop right behind them. And then there's a, another car behind them that will kind of pull up and get right up on the the bumper of the other car so now your vehicle may be you know stuck at this point in time they will just get out from the two vehicles and come up and grab you grab the vehicle grab whatever they're looking for or whatever they're i've mm -hmm. seen multiple videos of this but i've seen two specifically that were very similar but had very different outcomes and one happened just like that group of guys gets out they come over here they grab the person uh they take the car and the person in mm -hmm. another one the car the second car, the car that was the victim, they had stopped with enough room 
to still see the bottoms of the tires on the ground. And when everybody like piled out of the vehicle, they cut it really hard and just went around them all and almost ran over a couple of them. It was phenomenal. I mean, really. <laughs> and I'm not saying it was phenomenal, but I mean, like, it was great, you know, defensive driving kind of thing. Yes. Um, now, nobody's perfect, and if you can't drive away, so if it's by your own personal error, you forget to leave the room, or if they have just they've done made a great it impossible. Yeah, if they've done a great job of making it impossible for you to drive away, it is much better for you to ditch your vehicle than to stay and go yep. with them wherever they are going. Exactly. When all else fails, your vehicle is not worth your life, no matter how broke you are. Yep. The only time that that becomes questionable is if you have children in your back seat that you can't get out in time. Yeah, agreed. If you start to see something off and you think you're going to have to run away and you don't have uh, space to drive away, start unbuckling those kids as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's, that's about that. Just don't ever go to the second location yeah, with that's, the person. That's the general rule. We never go to a secondary location because between 75 and 80% of the time you don't come back mm-hmm. if you go to a second location with somebody. So do not ever let that happen. All right. Well, I hope you guys have found some useful information in this, but we yeah. cannot sign off. Uh, without talking a little bit about Atomic Bear. They make our absolute favorite tactical (laughs) pins with the Rebel and the Stealth Pin Pro. Those are my two favorite tactical pins. Stealth Pin Pro, by far, so far, outranks everything that I've tried. There are just so few tactical pins out there. I mean, they have some that uh, look very tactical pin, you know, but it is so hard to find a tactical pin that just looks like a normal pin. And so my, you can take it to more places. My and big thing about that. tactical pins is so many of them try to be too many different things. Mm-hmm. And now don't get me wrong. Atomic Bear actually has one that I'm just not as big of a fan of because it's a flashlight. It's a this. It's a bottle opener. It's a, you know, they got a chainsaw. Not really. But I mean, it's just like everything. And then I've seen a lot of people have stuff like this. Very few places have a tactical pin that is a pin first and a good legitimate self-defense uh, weapons second. And I think that's what the Stealth Pin Pro is, personally. Uh, head over to impactgear.live slash stealth pin and uh, check that out. And then use the, cu- the coupon code impact defense will get you 20% off of anything that you purchase from Atomic Bear, not even just the Stealth Pin Pro. All right. So just um, a brief summary, I guess. You know, carjackings are increasing um, and just the normal car thefts are decreasing. Um, Lock your doors as soon as you get in the vehicle, as always, um, and keep windows rolled up if possible. Don't program your home address into a GPS. Uh, Use something nearby. Uh, Gas stations are popular places, if not the most popular places for carjackings. Um, Choose fairly safe gas stations um, during the day and make sure that if you have to go to a gas station at night it is very well lit and has uh minimal people (laughs) or at least minimal sketchy people yeah but just remember well-dressed people rob things too so that's true uh be aware of your surroundings always don't just sit there on your phone make sure you know what's going on around you especially in a public location like a gas station where you at more high risk where you are at more high risk all right Keep doors locked while pumping gas. Um, don't leave keys in the ignition while you are pumping gas. Uh, make sure at stoplights you leave space for you to see the bottoms of the tires of the ground in front of you, uh, of the car in front of you. Wow. 
um, <laughs> so that you have space to turn out. And in the worst case scenario, always run away before ever having to go to a second location with a criminal. Absolutely. All right, guys. So thank you very much for listening to yet another podcast or another episode of the Impact Defense Podcast. I know Kyle is not here to back for review. So real quick, I would say, please, if I do it like Kyle is, please, 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 please write a review and leave us a five-star review uh, at any podcast catcher that you can. All please. right. Please. Yes, right. Because she's, she says lots and lots of pleases. Thank you guys very much. And we will see you in the next one.